What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Sederman. Joining me today, as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Normally, Abe, I ask you what's on your mind. Not today. Not last episode either. Yeah, it's not today, really norm. It's not really normally, honestly. No, I would say it is. Just the last two are outliers. But today is the 2022-2023 NFL season preview. If the fan pod on Sunday, or Monday rather, is my favorite episode of the year, this is obviously number two. Why? Because we are going to get to yell at each other for about an hour. And also because no one ever seems to fact check or bring up anything we say Never in wrong. this episode. Never ever wrong. again. So the best part your, about what, this, the best part about this is uh that listen, if you're coming here to listen to our NFL preview, don't expect to come here for me to explain why the Titans are gonna lose two less games because they switch to a three four versus a four three base defense. If that's what you've come here for, you can shut this up. Actually, don't shut this episode off. Just lower the volume and just let it play so we get the so we get the clicks. But uh, no, that's not why we're here. We're here to uh, predict some shit, never be wrong, and explain no opinion and not argue with anyone because we know we're right. I'm getting strapped in here. This Ooh. is going to be an episode. All right. This is where we start every year, Abe. Who is winning the 2022-2023 NFL Super Bowl? You, uh, so when we when we started planning this episode the last four days, making numerous cheat sheets, notes, all of which, if you're watching the live stream, all my notes for this episode are right here. Um, I said to you, I was like, Jack, granted we have two powerhouse organizations that we support, but I think it would be fair if we left our teams out of this, to which you replied, no, that's lame because the Ravens are winning the Super Bowl. And that resonated with me because at the end of the day, not including my team would be lame, would be unfair, and would be incorrect because I genuinely believe that the Philadelphia No, you don't. Eagles, shut you the don't, fuck up. Though. It's, you, it, don't no, it. you don't believe it. No, I do. It. No, I do. No, and I actually don't. do think Hurts no, is the guy, don't. and I would pay him right now. I actually do want to pay Hurts ah. now so that Lamar, once he gets his – he beats the, the running back – high threshold of how many the annual value of his contract we don't have to pay hurts more than that so i think knowing that jalen hurts is the guy and knowing that we have the pieces around him a smart financial decision would be to pay him now similar to what we did with carson wentz right we paid carson wentz before jared goff got paid both of those turned out to be shit contracts but timing matters so i want to pay hurts now because i am in on jalen hurts i am in on the things he says i am in on his swag i am in on the phoenix suns-esque workouts after the games I am in on everything Jalen Hurts. And we all can acknowledge, Eagles fans aside, Eagles haters aside, the Eagles roster is nasty. It is. It is nasty. Listen, if the Eagles don't, if Jalen Hurts doesn't improve this year from an, an ounce of where he was last year, the Eagles are a 10-11 win ball club. They're in the playoffs. They can win a playoff game. If Jalen Hurts does improve to what he was last year, you're looking at a team that can compete for the first seed in the conference and have a bye and then go on and win a Super Bowl. Cause at the end of the day, then it's just two home games to win. Psh, easy to do that, as we've seen five years ago at this point. So, no, don't say I don't believe that because I genuinely do believe the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl and I'll be financially invested in that. Don't give me that cat look. <laughs> I just don't think you believe in Hurts because, like you said, if this, if that, if 
you're not saying he's going to take the step and we're going to win the Super Bowl. You're just giving me. I don't think he needs to take a step. I think he's fire already, but the mainstream media thinks that he hasn't shown enough. So that's why I left that portion out. But at the end of the day, the Eagles roster is nasty. The schedule is favorable and Jalen Hurts is the guy. So it's Super Bowl or bust. It is okay. Super Bowl or bust. You'll hear a who lot of people saying. Who do you have beating? Uh, who do you have the Eagles Yeah, this beating? is what I like to call the uh, early 2000s uh, Chris Berman boomer special, where I have the Eagles taking down the Los Angeles Chargers in the Super Bowl. We saw it a few years ago in Minnesota. The Eagles pretty much had a home Super Bowl with the way they packed that stadium. You combine that with it's in Arizona this year. Maybe you got some Eagles fans down there because Zach Hurts is down there now. Um, and the fact that the Chargers have, Four? Four fans, I think. So we're looking at a home Super Bowl, which the hard part's getting to the Super Bowl, right? Winning the Super Bowl at that point's not not Easy. the challenge. I think we yeah. I think we watched the Chargers in a neutral field, uh in a neutral field game. But I've got the Eagles over the Chargers, and I do think the Chargers are going to come out of that division that uh this year. It's the best division in football. You can pick any single team in that division and have valid and good reasons as to why they can win the division. It's kind of just a crapshoot. I mean, the fourth favorite is the Raiders at plus 600, 650 or something. The fourth favorite in any division is never a plus 650. So that just shows you what type of crapshoot it is. But I truthfully believe that the Chargers have what it takes. I know Herbert hasn't made the playoffs. This is his year to prove it. He does that. The additions of Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, I think are huge for their defense. They're already a great team last year. They just didn't make the playoffs. So I do think not only does the MVP come out of the first place in that division. So you're looking at, I don't think the Broncos win the division, but I do think Russ could be a weeks one through six MVP. I think Derek Carr has a case for MVP if they win that division. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes. I think Justin Herbert. So I think the quarterback that wins that division will win the MVP. So I guess I'll jump the gun a little bit and give you my MVP in Justin Herbert as well. Okay. All right. Uh, real quick, check in with the chat. We got Jacob here. We've got a go birds from raise five, four, three. I did bet on Nate Diaz. Shout out fam. James Eagles fan from last episode. Fan pod uh, Jenner. We're unfortunately, this is the one thing that kind of grinds my gears is that we always do the NFL preview right before kickoff and we never actually preview week one i do have the lions beating the eagles though so shout out to jenner on that we got emiliano in here speaking of the fam speaking of the fam and the lions the eagles there was a there was a uh a fan member named jenner who joined the pod who that's right here oh shit we bet we ended up betting dms uh he ended up giving me a point so i have eagles minus three and he has lions plus three and uh, a jersey of the winner's choice. Wow. Authentic or from Jersey Hour? Um, I think in the term sheet agreement, mine would be authentic if I received it, whereas his would come from a basement in China. Got it. Okay. All right. Cool. China. So now, now for my picks, obviously I'm rolling with the Ravens this year. Obviously, I have believed this for the last couple of years. Here's the path for the Ravens. In the AFC, the competition is stout. I'll give you that. The Eagles probably have an easier road. NFC is a more wide-open conference. Division Ravens too. Yeah, Ravens suffered from the most injury unluck, I would say, last season. Positive regression there. Lamar in a contract year. I think Bateman will come into his own. And, And really, this prediction has a lot, a lot, a lot to do with who you see 
on Sunday against the Jets is not what I anticipate the final roster looking like. Oh, look that at, is okay. Never mind. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. No, no step, no step, no step. Uh, I just don't think it will be. And if you look at the Rams last year, right? Like Odell, huge piece that they picked up halfway through the season. Uh, they picked up Von Miller. Wait, did they pick up? Did they get Von Miller before mm-hmm. the season? No, it's no, a trade deadline. The, yeah. So, so they made moves. Those moves probably bigger than the Ravens are going to make, especially if they're in the midst of paying Lamar Jackson. Right. Like in a dream world, what is that move that the Ravens do for you? So, so you're going to laugh, but like Adam Thielen to me, if it doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm an Adam Thielen. Well, it doesn't make a lot of sense because I'm going to pick the Vikings to go to the Super Bowl. But if they were selling assets, he well, no, that makes sense, right? Because with the addition of Jalen Rager, some targets are have to go away. And if Jalen Rager exactly. comes into his own, like the first round pick that everyone thought he was, yeah. um, then that means less targets for Adam Thielen. So Adam Thielen switching shades of purple, I guess, isn't out of the realm. Yeah. So Thielen to the Ravens or maybe a Brandon Cooks or someone in that like strong wide receiver two category or wide receiver one B. So that would really help the offense. Dobbins will be back. Stanley should be healthy. So a lot of it is just getting their players back to full health. And then on the defensive side of the ball, we're going to need pass rushers. I don't know who the names are going to be, but there's always a guy or two at the deadline that is absolutely a buy. Roquan Smith, for example, maybe the Ravens go and cash Yeah, in let's on do with him. him. He decided he was playing. I guess they weren't going to trade him. No oh. one wanted to pay him. I don't know what it is. So that's the path for the Ravens. Lamar put on 15 pounds. It's his fifth year in the offense. Uh, Last time it was a contract year for. I love how we just state like facts that you can find on like their Tinder account. Like put no. If you want me to expand on that, I I think it'll help him. I really, I really do not. But like, yes, five year professional in the NFL. You pulled that from his Wikipedia. Yes, fifteen pounds gained. So Jack, I am assuming, given how dog shit the Ravens' weapons are. And given that you have them going to the Super Bowl, similar to that that I have the Chargers, that math would add up to me thinking that Lamar Jackson is going to win his second MVP. Would that be correct? I don't think I don't think he's necessarily going to win MVP. MVP is a narrative award. Lamar already won it, which makes it, it a little tough. Is it a narrative award? More so in the NBA. It, I mean, yes, more so in the NBA. But people, Lamar would have to, in my opinion, shine. Like they want to give it to Allen or Herbert this year i i th- is that fair to say not only because they're favorites but like let's say lamar and Herbert. i don't think the nba the nfl has this uh we want to push certain players shtick that the nba has i just think if it comes down to the voting it's shown that people will vote against lamar jackson that's well nobody voted against him well that's not a, single, he, not a singular so person. clear he was so clear away from the field right, anyway so if you think the Ravens I, are going to the super bowl with that i don't dog shit, i don't think that's correlated at all i think he could have a really good season lead them to 12 wins and then turn up in the playoffs like matt stafford did for example stafford was awesome last year because lamar definitely turns up in the playoffs stafford was awesome last year and then he just didn't win mvp because there were two players who played better and then he he was fantastic in the playoffs so that's what i'm saying stafford was like the beneficiary of cup having one of the greatest receiving seasons ever whereas Lamar's not going to have that guy with Bateman, Duvernay. I mean, local. Andrews is the best tight end over the and you're, past And your local seasons. plumber playing in the wide receiver three position. So I'm just saying, if the Ravens are going to take this huge jump and potentially be a one or two seed in the AFC, you like Lamar's chances of winning an MVP. I don't. Granted, 
I don't. I think he'll so that be makes up me there. think that you don't believe that he, they're going to the Super Bowl. Why? I feel like for some reason we start talking football and you turn into this animal. You you're so negative towards everything. I'm giving you the Wait, exact. Wait, is this the path. first podcast you think I've been negative about <laughs> Lamar and the Ravens? No, 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 you just have changed your. You're not listening. I think Lamar's going to have a great season. I don't think he's going to win the MVP. He doesn't have to. Do you know how many MVPs win the Super Bowl? Zero. Exactly. So that is actually why I don't think he'll win the MVP. I think he'll be great and then turn up in the That's playoffs. why I don't think the Chargers win the Super Bowl. Right. You think they lose, but get there. All right. So I have Ravens over Vikings. My Vikings pick to elaborate. Vikings lost Click nine. Eight. No, not clickbait. clickbait. NFC is wide open. You've got the Rams, who I think are the best team, but I don't like, I you know, Super Bowl hangover. NFC East, I don't think any team is good enough to go and win the Super Bowl. Packers, I expect them to have a down year. NFC West might beat up on itself. And so it leaves this Vikings team, which won nine games last season, or eight games, rather, last season. Jefferson is the best receiver in football I think we'll see this year. He might not have the stats like cup will, but I think we'll see he's the best wide receiver, most unguardable. And the difference is the Vikings lost nine games last season. Kirk cousins was a starter in eight of them in all eight of Kirk cousins starting losses. They lost it by one possession. You replace Mike Zimmer, who's an awful coach with a relatively new, you know, coming from the Rams, Kevin O'Connell. And I just think the opportunity is there for Kirk cousins to finally put it together he was really good last year. Like no, you look listen, at the numbers. Listen, Jack, I'm I'm with you. I think I I am in on the Vikings this year as making a major improvement, maybe even winning that division. I'm fine with all that. I'm fine with you saying the NFC uh, Rams Super Bowl hangover. I'm fine with you saying even though you're objectively incorrect that nobody from the NFC East can win a Super Bowl. Whatever NFC West will beat up on each other. Where you lose me, that's fine. The Vikings could go 13 and four and be the one seed. Where you lose me, Jack. It's Kirk Cousins in two playoff games. I look, Abe, Matt like you, sell, sell me was Kirk. a loser last year. No, 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 no. Matt Stafford was a Detroit Lion until last year. Kirk Cousins has had numerous opportunities. Kirk Cousins' team was ready to go, and then Case Keenum came in for the NFC Championship game. It's like, sell me Matt Stafford. What did happen? Why was Kirk hurt, or did he just know. get there? Uh, I don't really know, but sell me Kirk Cousins winning two playoff games. You're it's telling so me sure. Bucks, if the Bucks go to Minnesota, and it's Tom Brady versus Kirk Cousins. You're not going to be betting on Tom Brady. I would, I would, I would, I would. Obviously. As a hedge on your Vikings future. No, <laughs> no, I, I obviously would. I think that's their nightmare matchup. I actually think the Rams are a really good team. The Bucks have the best roster, but their O-line is damaged right now. And so I'm nervous. Tom is not good behind a bad O-line. We've seen that time and time again. It's why I picked the Rams over them in that divisional matchup. He's still balled out. He's so good. It's insane. Like he is, I think he's the greatest athlete of all time. Not like speed or jail. Tom. But like, yeah, it, it's insane. To do greatest it in finesser, football. Maybe. Greatest finesser. Actually, no, then you have to bring in like Sam Bradford and, and these other guys that have <laughs> Matt been finessing is, for a living. Yeah, he's the go to that. So, Yes, I, it is It is not clickbait because it's more so a long shot that I'm taking, which I understand it's a long shot. But in a wide, wide open conference, I think there's a path to Kirk Cousins and the Vikings putting it together. Ravens-Vikings Super Bowl. Only one team can wear purple. 
How yeah. would you feel? Would you would you feel more confident in the purple in the big game or or maybe the whites? I think we'd roll with the the whites, maybe the black pants against the the all purples. Mm-hmm. All purple. It would be a good jersey matchup. Like I like the Vikings jerseys. Ravens, Ravens have icy whites. They look good in the whites. Yeah, I mean, I'm a sucker for any white uniform in general. I just think it's always the cleanest. Not like the Patriots whites or trash. Oh, fire! One of my favorite, honestly. Patriots. I, I Jack, there's you really can't find me a white jersey where I won't like it. Like maybe the Niners, I don't love. Um, but you won't find me. I just think oh, I white, like the Niners. I just Cowboys. Think Cowboys is- are ugly. Cowboys are ugly. Saints are ugly. Steelers. Oh, the Saints are, are ugly. fire with the gold and the black. This the the Steelers whites are ugly. Admit that. No, I, I can't hate on any white jerseys. I just think they're the cleanest. Okay. All right. So that's you're just, white, that's just you're me, man. Jersey. All right. All right. Um, all right. So now our next segment, we are doing two risers and two fallers. We'll alternate. Do you want to begin? Yeah, I'll start with a riser. I think this is pretty freaking straightforward. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Do you know how fucking hard it is to get back-to-back first overall picks? I, I liken the Jags being risers to the uh, to the obvious stance that Jack took a few years ago in the Josh Allen MVP regression. Well, no mm. shit. If you don't think he's going to get first or second in MVP voting, yeah, that's regression. So, yeah, I don't think the, Jazz, the Jags will have the first overall pick this year. Hell, I even think they could win eight games maybe in a, in a week uh, AFC South. So I think the Jags are an easy pick to be a riser because, again, it's really hard to have the first overall pick in back-to-back seasons. They bring in a Super Bowl head coach in Doug Peterson. You get Trevor Lawrence, some weapons. You got Trevor Lawrence year two. You've got the most untalked about number one overall pick getting it added to the defense. And what the fuck is Trayvon Walker? <laughs> I think that's the problem. Trayvon Walker. Is he good? I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not saying the Jags are going to go to the playoffs. I'm not saying the Jags are going to be in the hunt in that graphic in week 15 on Sunday night football. But what I'm saying is they will not have the first overall pick this year. I think that is a lock. Therefore the Jags will rise. Jeff Rowe, longtime fan, Seattle guy saying it's a lazy take from Abe. Jeff Rowe, you're my guy. We'll be in Seattle on Monday seeing the neons, which are fire. I'm hyped for the neons, but my riser was the Jags as well. I'm going to give you a little more than they won't have the number one pick. I'm not picking them to go all the way to the division, but I think they can finish the season with the winning record. Trevor Lawrence's gold jacket that I've been talking about for what feels like three years, if you've been listening to the podcast, last year was just unfair. You think they dusted off this year? Yeah, they dusted off. And as much as I like to hate on Doug Peterson because he was the Eagles coach, this, I mean, he's a good coach and he's a really good, he made Carson Wentz and Nick Foles look like competent football players. Whoa, whoa, think whoa, about whoa. that for a second. Think about, about that. MVP. Now you take Trevor Lawrence, the golden arm, and something that when I was doing a lot of my fantasy, uh, not research, I don't do research. I just follow people on Twitter, uh, which is research, right? That's officially research. I don't know. Uh, I was Todd that took an intro to research class. Right. I was going through Christian Kirk's numbers. He's a good wide receiver. Now, is he $74 four, million? Dollar? Right. Is he four for 80? No. But if he had gotten four for 60, I don't pay the bills in Jacksonville, so I don't really give a damn. <laughs> Why you so shoot me? <laughs> they've got Marvin Jones, Zay Jones, and and Christian Kirk. It's three actually really interesting players. They've and got Ingram. Etienne. 
You were a big yeah, Giants fan last year. I, I, I like the pieces. And the one thing that they've actually done, they've protected Lawrence left tackles with the left tackle. So I think they have a little bit. Will they have games where Lawrence looks bad and the defense lets up 30 points? Yes. But are they going to play Houston twice? Are they going to play uh, the Titans twice? Are they going to play Matt Ryan's old ass twice? They yeah, also so. play the, the commanders. They play the Giants. So for those reasons, I think they're going to have a solid season. I think out of all the worst to first possibilities, you've so it's like the, the Ravens are the favorite to go worst to first in, you guys in terms finish of, last. <laughs> oh, it's it's a it's electric. We get a fourth place sketch. So it's the Ravens are the favorites, and then the common ones are like the hard knocks hype for the Lions, the Jags, and then I'll I'll go to my second riser as a segue. I'm going. I'm going with the Giants as always. Good football team. Good football team. You asked me to sell you this pen, Abe, earlier today, so I already have a little bit of the information prepped. Brian Dabble. Brian Dable. I don't know how you pronounce it. Josh Allen was not a good quarterback his first two years in Buffalo. People are going to say he, he ran the ball. He put up gaudy number, like all this. He, he, he was a 54% completion percentage guy. Now he's the MVP favorite. Now the Bills are the consensus, consensus super. I've never seen a consensus Super Bowl champion like the Buffalo Bills. You keep Bills saying that. They're not. All right. We'll get to that in a They're second. They're plus 600. The second favorite, 750. We'll get to that in a second. Anyways, NFC least. The Eagles, to me, should be and are the favorites in the division. I have taken a step back on Dallas. The injury to Smith. I just think their defense isn't what were they were last year. Michael will still be a beast, but the division is up for the running. And I think the Giants, if they kind of connect on everything, could be. If everything team. is totally perfect, for granted, the New York Giants. I'm not saying they, it like, I mean, you're saying the New York Giants is if they don't have more Super Bowls than your poverty franchise. I mean, let's just look in the last uh, – go to the last to win a playoff graphic or whatever. It's like since the boat picture, dude. Come yeah, on. Yeah, I'm just saying the New York – it's not like the Raiders. The, oh, the, the New York Giants, the team that drafted a running back second overall. Yeah, that was why. But Saquon's going to be a beast this year, Thanks. and I think that's going to play into the Giants. So, um, yeah, that's my second riser, the NY. My second riser, and my also one of my favorite worst to first candidates – the Carolina Panthers. Mm-hmm. Why? Baker is him. Baker's him. Baker's him. You take, I'm sorry, if any quarterback takes the Browns to the playoffs, let alone wins a playoff game, that deserves some type of, you know, that deserves some type of worth to it, right? Baker did that. Baker then played with half an arm last year on the wrong side of his body, and the Browns won eight games, nine games, whatever it mm-hmm. was. I think Carolina got a steal in Baker. I think McCaffrey stays healthy. DJ Moore down there. I think the Panthers have a quarterback, and this is make or break for uh, Matt Rule. Matt Rule. I was gonna say Matt Reich, but that's the Colts coach or whatever. Reich. Um, and it's make or break for him. And I think with playing the Falcons twice, I'm not huge on the Saints as much as everybody else. I'm not huge on that division in general, right? I think the Bucks are going to be the Bucks and probably come out of that division. But I don't think these are the Bucks that everybody's going to be fearing like they were the last two years. Like you said, Brady's not good with protection. So do I think Carolina beats the Bucks twice? No. Could I see them going one and one against the Bucks and then four and oh against the Saints and, and Falcons? A hundred percent. Again, last play schedule. So I think, and it, this all comes down to Baker for me. 
I truthfully believe that Baker isn't as bad as people make him out to be. And by people, I mean Jack. So I'm no, gonna... no, 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 no. I was Baker's biggest supporter. In no, Cleveland. no, you, you were a calculated supporter. You supported him getting paid for the notion that the Ravens could play a dog shit quarterback in Cleveland for the next few years. But instead, you play snapback fam and uh, sexual assault. Yeah. Yeah. So Baker Mayfield, he's really tough to navigate. Tyler's here. Because... My boy Tyler's here. What up, Ty? Um, I, I just he was really hurt last year. So last year was brutal. Yes, he brought that Browns team to the playoffs and won a playoff game, which does deserve a statue, as you were kind of insinuating. But he's not the guy. That's that's the difference here. So what's the difference between the guy and him? So him, see, he's not him either. That's why he's, him. I, he's I, him. He's not him. He has that dog in him. He's not him, mm. though. He's not Timothy Mayfield. He's not Baker Himfield. He's just got that dog in him, which is like, but he could be he's all bark, no bite sometimes. That's the problem with Baker Mayfield. So do I think we'll get a better version of Baker this year? Yes. Do I think he's going to play with the chip on his shoulder? Yes. Do I think he'll throw for three touchdowns, but also probably like three pick sixes against the Browns week one because it's the Browns and Baker Mayfield reuniting? Yes. I do want to mention Emiliano's comment here. CMC down by week two. I understand that CMC has gotten hurt the last two years, but if this doesn't show how much fantasy impacts people's lives, like how about the fact that Derrick Henry literally got hurt last season? Davin Cook gets hurt every year, but CMC is like the poster child because you've been drafting him number one overall. He's a fantastic player. He would be massive for them with DJ Moore. And they finally have a quarterback who can get these guys the ball. So I don't hate your pick at all. But I don't think when you say riser, you're not actually saying they're going to win the division. You just think, or are you? Because I, I, I would not be far. surprised if the Panthers were a wild card team this year. Right. Okay. I, I wouldn't go as far as to say they won I think five games last year. Right. I think your bold statement would just be like they clear the Saints in the division. That would be, that would surprise a decent amount of people because people think the Saints are going to be pretty good this year. And I would be on board with you. I don't think the Saints are going to be too fantastic. Baker's him. Baker's, Baker's not him. him. Baker has that dog in him. Baker's All right, him. two fallers. My first faller is back to the AFC South, is the Tennessee Titans. If you followed us for the past few years, Seattle Seahawks were always my team. Abe always liked to hate on the Niners. We we're always correct on that. Number two is the Titans. Personal vendetta, maybe because of the Ravens, but really because I've just never bought into Ryan Tannehill, a run-first offense, and a defense that somehow got it together in the playoffs. Last year was the true exhibition of the Titans just are not it. They had that. Were they the number one seed? I think they were the number one seed in the AFC, which is nuts to think about. Now I have them missing the playoffs altogether this year. Tannehill regression. Uh, he's already making weird comments about Malik Willis. Henry off the injury. They lose AJ Brown. So Robert Woods is wide receiver one. Defense just did not improve this season. I hate this Titans team this year. Do you like them at all? I love Derrick Henry, and it's like how how long can you run him into the ground by having a sufficient enough passing game? And like Tannehill will game manage you if Derrick Henry is healthy for 17 weeks and is Derrick Henry. Is that gonna is is all gonna fall into place for the Tennessee Titans? Probably not. There's definitely some regression coming from the Titans. Extreme regression to the point where you're looking at them having a top 10 pick is what I kind of think that you're pointing at. I think that might be a little bit drastic, but to say the Titans are gonna regress. I mean, they lost 1K always open. He's a top receiver in football, so that's going to hurt your team. 
My faller is, and you're going to think it's biased, but it's actually legit. It's the Dallas Cowboys. I think you said it perfectly. Let's go through it. They have Dak. I think Dak's good. Yeah. Whatever. CD, sure. Other than that, their receivers suck. Not really sure what we can see out of Zeke anymore. Not really sold on Tony Pollard. Offensive line sucks. Defense is average with Micah, and that's it. Someone will say Trayvon Diggs. Yeah, he finds the ball, and he's a turnover machine, or he was last year. Turnover regression is ensuing for the Dallas Cowboys. Trayvon Diggs also, while he did have a shit ton of interceptions, gave up a shit ton more yards as well because he does that style of play where he lets the receiver get open and then he makes a play on the ball. So extreme regression from the Cowboys. You haven't seen an NFC East repeat champion since I think 2003, 2004. Um, So I I think I see, I have the Cowboys missing the playoffs. You got Mike McCarthy, who's already on the hot seat, who's already a shit coach. This is probably the tipping point. They still have McCarthy. Oh yeah. I'm full. This is probably the tipping point for McCarthy. He loses his job after this year. Jerry Jones finally gets Sean Payton in an effort that the Miami Dolphins could not complete. That doesn't even feel right saying. So I don't even think, is Eagleson here? Yes, he is. Chad yeah. is in the chat. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, I just, yeah, a little bit of bias, right? I fucking hate the Cowboys. Dak's fine. CD's good. Everything else on the offense stinks. And I think the defense is average with a lot of turnover regression. And for that reason, I see them missing the playoffs. Maybe like okay. eight, nine wins. Maybe they can slip for a seven seed. If uh, this is our UFC lockdown, James. James, yeah, maybe I can see them slipping into the seven seed. If like there are, is a team that wins single digit games and gets in, Dallas could be that team, but I don't see them winning double digit games. Yeah, chat's on one today in a good way, so I encourage chat to keep going. I agree with Drew Coffin. Gallup's a he's a pretty good wide receiver. Isn't too. he hurt? He, he he is hurt from last season, but he's already coming back potentially week one. Emiliano asked what week would Malik Willis start if they regress. I still think late because they are in that division where they should be able to squeak out three or four divisional wins. And so for that reason, they'll still be in the hunt. And then maybe they turn the sticks over when the season is over. Drew Kaufman also says Texans on the rise. Davis Mills was sneaky good last year from that draft class. Um, what else do we got here? We will talk about most improved. We will talk about Schindler. Eagles I have a update. question for you. Although Jeff. Schindler never sent us yeah, what he, he did. wanted. Yeah, he did. did he? Yeah, oh, he what did. are they? It's in your Instagram DMs. Well, let me ask you All a question, Jack, because I thought about this. Outside of Derek Stingley Jr., who that's your boy, can you name me one defensive player on the Houston Texans starting lineup? Mm. I, I want to say Justin Reed might still be there. I feel like he's like the one Houston Texan that's been there forever. He wears like the armbands, maybe wears he's a safety. I'm going to say don't think him. Justin Reed is a person of oh, Justin Reed football. I had to type yeah. in. So, um, <laughs> nope, he's on the Chiefs. Oh, nice pickup for the Chiefs. I like him as a player. All right. Another so the answer is def- no. Defensive football player on the Texans besides Derek Stingley Jr. This is the NFL no. preview, fam. Yeah, no. I, I'm trying I, to I look definitely... on the... Um, oh, well, I would recognize that name because he used to be an Eagle in Kubu Grugier Hill. But no. Ready, Jack? Jonathan Greenard, Greenard, Malik Collins, Roy Lopez, Jerry Hughes, Kamu Grugier Hill, Christian Kirksey. That sounds familiar. Mm, no, you're thinking of Christian Kirk. Yeah, probably. Steven Nelson, another Eagle. Um, Jonathan Owens, Jalen Petre. That would round out their starting defense. 
Yeah, they're probably going to let up a few points this season. All right, my last faller, my faller number two, is the Buffalo Bills. And this one is straight out of Abe's book. I do not have them winning the Super Bowl. I do not have them going 15-2 and two or 16-1, and one, as it seems like they're predicted. And they Abe, didn't even win. See that? See, you are doing – what you're doing right now is a faller from what the media is saying. But in reality – the Bills were a very inconsistent football team last year. That's the Bills, what I think. Win, that... 10, 11 games last year. Like so, I did predict I... them to go 15 and two, and they did have the greatest game ever against the Chiefs and probably would have gone to the Super Bowl. But to say the Bills are going to regress is like kind of a hot take because what were they? They finished in the same spot that seven other teams did last year in the playoffs. I guess, I guess your point is that I'm talking about the expectation versus results. Who's hype am I buy, am I not buying into? Exactly. And so when you say, yeah, they're only plus 600 um, to, to win the Super Bowl, which isn't the consensus. Well, they are the consensus favorite. They're not a, they're not a technical favorite. Abe, the NFL game day crew, six people, all six picked the Bills to win the Super Bowl. I've never seen that before in my life. Even when the Chiefs were dominant, even when Brady and the Patriots, like, when does that ever happen? And to your point, the Bills were not that good last year. We're thinking about literally two drives in the second half of a football game. Will they come out Thursday night and probably score 48 points and people move them to plus 300 to win the Super Bowl? They look fantastic. Maybe. Do they have a great defense when Trey Day's back and Von Miller's in? Maybe. I just don't see it. Alex let's, agrees Let's with talk me. about something. Let's talk about something in the Bills real quick for a second. Do you think that it's more Vegas is catering to what the media is saying or the media is catering to what Vegas is saying? That's a great because question. Because Vegas, Vegas, as of today, is essentially saying, Jack, that if the Bills played the Super Bowl champions at home in this first week, they are eight points better than the no, Los Angeles it, Rams. It's it's so weird because obviously we go off the three-point home, three-point home, and the, and the swing. I don't think the line would be, I think it would be like four to six. Well, yeah, it right? probably wouldn't it, be eight, but based off yeah. that you get three for right. home or away or whatever, that would imply that the Bills are eight points better than the Rams. The the Bills being- It implies five points neutral, essentially, which which is, I think that's the metric to really focus on. I don't, yeah, I don't think they're five points better than the Rams. Alex makes an incredible point, and this is something I'll double down on which may not qualify them as a faller based off last year's results. Buffalo is overhyped, but at the same time, the best or close to the best team in the AFC. It's very weird. I fully agree. When I say they're not a, they're a faller. It doesn't mean they're missing the playoffs. It doesn't mean Miami's winning the division. It doesn't mean they're winning. Sure as hell doesn't mean Miami's winning. <laughs> I think they are going to beat teams because they're better than them. But that inconsistency and I think people are sleeping on the fact they're losing the OC who changed Josh Allen's life. Who is this new OC who's calling plays? I don't know who it is because we don't do our homework for the show, obviously. But if I did, I would tell you it's not the guy who just got hired to be a head coach. So I just, I don't know. I I'm, I think they will still be good. And this take will not come to fruition. Would it shock you play. if the Bills won the Super Bowl? Of course not. But I wouldn't, my point is, I guess my point is, I wouldn't put a dollar on them at these odds. Like, I think these are the worst. So you don't think it's value, but you right. also don't think they're bad. 
No, they're not bad at all. That's so how so then, Jack, I don't understand. So you're not saying they're going to regress or they're a follower. You're saying they're not all they're hyped out to be in the media. Yeah. So you didn't follow the rules. That's fine. You usually don't. (laughs) We make up the rules here. All right. Next topic is the awards section. Let's give out some awards, Abe. On I don't even know when they give out awards. Is it during the playoffs? Week of the Super Bowl, I think. All right. So it's like February 8th. Abe and I are at the Waste Management Open. Absolutely hammered. Uh, Eagles, Ravens, Super Bowl. What are you going there for? Okay. Yeah. Eagles, Ravens, Super Bowl. And they're giving out awards, Abe. And the MVP award is going to. I told you, Justin Herbert. Whoever wins that division, the quarterback is going to win the MVP. And I think the Chargers are going to win that division. Okay. Uh, I'm staying in the AFC West. I'm with you. I'm on Pat Mahomes. I think somehow Pat Mahomes has become the most underrated quarterback in football. So you think and the I was Chiefs are going to win that hater. division? I was a – yes, I do. I was a Mahomes like – yeah, I guess I was a hater. Because I have been saying, what if Tyree Kill leave? But like – He's just too talented, man. The, the Chiefs just... kind of remind me this year, and maybe not to the extreme, right? Of kind of the Warriors of last year, right? It's yeah. like everyone's just like, yeah, they're not what they were, and like people were hurt for the Warriors and such, but people still kind of wrote them off. The Chiefs lose Tyreek, and now nobody's even talking about them. They've hosted four straight <laughs> AFC championships. The offensive line is really, really good. Andy Reid is an offensive mastermind. Patrick Mahomes similar to Baker is him is him and so they got like, Justin Reed so it's like why aren't people talking like it's like the put res- some respect on our names type thing even though it's like dude like we know you guys are fire um, well that I think that's why your Warriors comparison is is one of your best that you've ever had because last year the Warriors like everyone kind of knew they were back then Clay came back he didn't look perfect but like they were still one of the top teams they started off so hot and then it was like the NBA finals and the Warriors were just like there and then they lose game one and everyone's like, oh, maybe this was. And then they just won four in a row. Right. And you it's know? like people like after the finals, like everyone's talking about let's wake up. Steph Curry, I think, is top 10 of all time. Right. And it's like Pat Mahomes goes to five straight at NFC AFC championships at home. He only wins a second Super Bowl. But then we're starting to talk about Pat Mahomes. It's like, all right, he's won two Super Bowls. He's been to five straight AFC championships. He's this young. It's like, let's remember not- who this guy is. Like you remembered who Steph Curry was this season. You might have to remember who Patrick Mahomes is this year. I'm I'm with you. If the Chargers don't win the division and the Chiefs do, I think Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP. Whoever wins that division, quarterback will be the MVP. Okay. All right. Let's go to the Rooks. Offensive Rookie of the Year. My pick is Chris Olave. Ah, fuck. Is that your pick too? Yeah. The, so let 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 us actually pull up the rookie of the year odds because I think this helps. There's a lot of names on the list that I I'm not like I don't. For hate. me, it came down like I didn't even look at the odds for this. For me, yeah. it came down to okay, we're not sure about Michael Thomas. Is he going to be the 2019 version that he was? If he is, defenses have to account for that. Then you have Chris Olave. You have a guy like Jameis Winston who threw for 5,000 yards, albeit 30 interceptions. He still threw for 5,000 yards. They're going to be airing the ball out, especially with the new coach and Dennis Allen. And I think you don't draft a rookie receiver unless you plan to air the ball out. You've also got the stat uh, for the first time since maybe 2015, no rookie quarterback. I always go quarterback when it comes to offensive rookie of the year, but Pickett's not going to start. I, I don't see a path to him winning it. I don't see a path for Malik Willis, like I said. So then it just comes down to the you know running backs. Brees Hall was a 
highest drafted, but he's literally playing on the New York Jets and RB2 on the draft or on the depth chart, rather. So then it's just a cast of characters in the wide receivers. I love Drake London this year, but he plays for the Falcons. Mario's his quarterback. I like Traylon Burks, but I have the Titans regressing. I don't think I'm in on the Pickens hype. That's still a super competitive target share opportunity. I'm in on the Pickens hype. I am not in on who's throwing the ball to Pickens. Exactly. So then you got Sky Moore, Garrett Wilson, uh, Christian Watson, James Cook. It, look, you could tell me literally Wandale Robinson down here could win offensive rookie of the year. Like, I actually think it's that wide open. That's why I don't love going heavy juice pretty much. It, although it's still plus 800 is the third favorite here. Um, but I, I just think he's a great player from Ohio State. And the the knock on the wide receivers was that Jackson Smith and Jigba was still at school was the best of the three. But like Olave and Wilson were they were so pro ready coming in. I just think they can plug and play. So. For me, it comes down to, I think Jameis and the Saints are going to throw the ball a shit ton. I don't think they'll necessarily be great because obviously Jameis Winston is Jameis Winston's him for a load of other reasons. Um, but I just think Olave just gets the most usage. And like you said, if it's not going to be a quarterback, I look to who's going to probably have the numbers. And I yeah. think the numbers lend well to Olave. Yeah, Cam's cards, who's who's pretty sharp, uh, says Damian Pierce is absurd value at 21. He's, he is undoubtedly RB1. His only backfield competition is Rex Burkhead and Dario Gumbawale. So maybe a little pass catching from our, our boy Dare. But he is from a touches perspective. But after having just gone through the starting 11 on defense for Houston, game script. I just can't imagine Damian Pierce is going to be in many positive game script opportunities. And you need that as opposed to Chris Olave, who could turn into a wide receiver one throughout the throughout the season. My my long shot and the guy is Jamo Wilson is Jamison Wilson. If he comes back like Odell did it after four games, Odell came back 12 game stretch. It was one of the most insane. Yeah, Jamison Jameson Williams has one of the most insane stretches in NFL history. He might have a chance, but but he's that good. That's that's how that I think of he him. is that good. But. Often the injury. It's They've a lot. got Amon St. Brown. Who they also who do they sign in the offseason? Um, DJ Chark. No, DJ they, they've Chark. got like they've got people. Throwing a guy right into that situation. Yeah. If JMO has one of the best seasons ever, I think he might win rookie of the year. You have a good call there. But okay. I don't see it happening. For me, right. for me, if there's a long shot, and I you can judge me on if this is a long shot or not, it's Christian Watson. Mm. The guy I, like Aaron Rodgers throwing in the ball. If he's that talented, Aaron Rodgers will get him the ball. I think they spread the ball around, and Watson could be the beneficiary of a lot of targets. So the problem is with that is Rodgers hates young wide receivers. We see this time and time again. They never get them. They never have them for him. No, they do. They do. They never take him early in the first round, uh, but they do. They just don't. He just doesn't like him. He, he was talking trash on them in training camp. For some reason, remember he recruited Randall Cobb. He forced the team into trading for like 32-year-old Randall Cobb. Then they add Sammy Watkins. I'm sure Jordy Nelson is coming back soon. So uh, defensive rookie of the year, though, I'm rolling with Sauce Gardner. Not Derek Stingley, who made me a lot of money, but rather his counterpart, Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner didn't allow a touchdown in college. It's quite an impressive statistic. Even more impressive, he didn't get thrown at in the preseason. Now, he didn't play three or four full games, obviously, but that's kind of scary. Like, if you're giving me Revis Island vibes as a rookie, 
and you've got the sauce. Like, he's got the swag to do it. He's got the New York media behind him. The Jets are going to be really bad this year. I think they're going to be really bad. They're not a team that I think could be a riser. So I like Sauce Gardner. I was going to choose Sauce just because, I mean, you your nickname is Sauce and you wear a sauce chain. Yeah, that's yeah. going to lend well to me, to me liking you. This isn't fun, but I'm going to go Hutch. I'm going to mm. go Aiden Hutchinson, the favorite. Um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you about his bend around the edge. I'm not going to sit here and tell you about his second move when he gets to the, when he gets his uh, offensive lineman on his back foot. What I'm here to tell you is that I'm picking Aiden Hutchinson to win rookie of the year because I want to kiss every woman in his family's face. And I think if I'm (laughs) nice to Aiden Hutchinson, I have a better chance to do so. Okay. So that is, Uh, and I've watched hard knocks. And like I said, I don't grind defensive lineman tape. However, you you when should. you put some swim moves in front of my face, because I don't watch them often, they're going to stick out to me. And yeah, HBO did a really good job of highlighting the number one overall pick on the team that they're doing hard knocks for. Good job to it's HBO. Smart. It worked on me, picking him to win it's, rookie of the year. It's smart. So Hutch is the favorite. Kayvon Thibodeau with the knee injury, that's a pass for me. Trayvon Walker, no one knows who he is. Kayvon's a, a pass for you on the, on the up-and-coming New York Giants? Yeah, he, just to win the award. But I'm just excited that uh, Kyle Hamilton is the one, two, three, fourth favorite to win uh, defensive. Yeah, wasn't the there rumors that he was potentially getting cut out of camp with how much he sucked? <laughs> there was that one clip. Yes, there there absolutely was. All right, defensive player of the year. I went Micah Parsons, Abe. So I think the Cowboys defense will stink. But this guy is, you remember who my favorite player was a couple years ago, Isaiah Simmons. That's who Michael Parsons actually is. He is that versatile linebacker who is everywhere. Rush the passer, guard your best player, swarms to the ball. Isaiah, I hope he turns into that player because I was really high on him. But Michael Parsons carrying an awful Dallas defense to relevancy. Right. I was going to say, Jack, the juice. I was going to say, in order for Micah to win defensive player of the year, the Cowboys defense as a whole is probably going to have to be respectable. I don't know. I don't know the analytics probably. on that. Yeah, how correlated the award winner is to team defense. Well, the correlation right. is normally, is Aaron Donald playing? Okay, he's going to win the award, so he's probably a safer bet. But it seems like the media is turning on AD a little bit, which is fair. Like, the guy's out of his skull. I'm going to go with Joey Bosa. Joey mm-hmm. Bosa. Clearly, I'm in on the Chargers this year. I, I mean, I'm not going to pick Brandon Staley as coach of the year, but I'm going to – I almost did, but I didn't want to – didn't think they were going to sweep the award board. I go 16 and 0. But Joey Bosa, I think the defense is going to be unreal. Like I am doing that correlation between team defense and individual performance. You put him next to Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is still really freaking good. Oh yeah. You get more single teams, or maybe Khalil Mack's defensive player of the year because he gets the single teams. But I think Bosa is the beneficiary of being an elite defense and being the guy on that defense. The guy that defensive player of the year betting is impossible because it's either Aaron Donald or, as Alex said, TJ Watt. He's an absolute menace, or it's someone from left field. Like Xavier Howard had 10 picks, or Stephon Gilmore had 10 picks, or I, I still think like Darius Leonard is an incredible pick if he leads a really good, he's the maniac. Actually, did he? I think he changed his name, or did he change his nickname? Remember that? We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, he's Shaq Leonard now. Yeah, he's Shaq Leonard. So Shaq Leonard, but like he's 50 to 1. Also, let's be honest. Shaq Leonard, just from a naming perspective, has a way better chance at the award than Darius Leonard. 
It does, but not then the maniac. Did he strip himself of the nickname? Because if so, that would obviously be a great mistake. That sounds like he's he's has low self esteem. Yeah, he removes the name from the maniac. Well, Abe, for coach of the year, I actually did roll with a little bit of a sweeper, but I went Kevin O'Connell with the Vikings. That's the team that is strongly correlated, obviously, to a team that kind of takes a big jump. So Kevin O'Connell has an opportunity. Sirianni has a great opportunity. Obviously, uh, Campbell has an opportunity. Who was your coach of the year pick? Nick Sirianni, Nick Gabagoo. I do think the Eagles are going to be a one or two seed in the NFC this year. And if Hertz is the guy, which he already is, I have what everyone learns Hertz is the guy this year. I already know. I'm trying to tell people. And Sirianni in his year two with his offense, and he takes this team from adding all and adding all these weapons to the first or second seed in a Super Bowl contender this year. Yeah, he's going to have a chance. But it feels like you're right. Like that coach of the year comes from that team that makes like the outstanding jump. Like did Zach Taylor? Uh, probably not because they were her wild card team. Who won coach of the year last year? Coach of the year last year? Vrabel? Uh, maybe it was Vrabel. Coach of the year 2021, Tom Thibodeau. Oh, you, sorry, you were looking for the NFL? Yes, it was, it was Mike Vrabel. It was Vrabel. So, yeah, it's like that. I mean, granted, it was the worst one seed of all time, but – Nobody was picking the Titans to be the one seed that year. So, like, right, if, if – you know what a sneaky pick is, Jack, that I just thought of? And the odds might not say this is a sneaky pick. It's Todd Bowles. First year as a coach, Brady doesn't show up to camp. The O-line's crap. If he just – if the Bucks are the Bucks and Brady's Brady and they go freaking 13-4, and four, Todd Bowles could be a candidate. He's probably the one, like, candidate for the award where – his team is expected to be good. And if they are, he still has a chance because it's year one. Brady's 50 years old, but that's the thing though. That is a thing. There are, there are coaches of the year who, if they just fulfill the prophecy and are a really good coach along the way and win a bunch of games. Right. Like Kyle Shanahan, for instance, if Trey Lance comes in and they pick up as normal and they win 13 games, Kyle and Kyle Shanahan turns Trey Lance into the guy and him. Kyle Shanahan can win the award. Like there's a lot of different coaches that come into play. I didn't pick Brandon Staley because I do think that if the chargers fulfill the prophecy, that doesn't mean as much, right? Because people think they're already sick, even though last year was his year playoffs, right? He was going for it all force and he was the hot guy and he was better than lovey Smith or whoever was the coach in, in LA first. So, uh, I, I think that's a fair take. I'm I'm, I'm shocked. You didn't pick Dable. Oh my God. Dable's the second favorite. Yeah, the Giants are them. All right, so real quick, Jenner says, are the defensive player the odds stacked against corners with the toughest job? So it's a couple things. If you're a really good corner, you're going to have less interceptions. Normally, you're not going to get thrown at. Unlike Trayvon Diggs, who had a bunch of picks and then let up a bunch of yards. So that's part of it. They play zone. The NFL is so pass heavy that nowadays, like if you're shutting down Justin Jefferson, that might look like four catches, 40 yards. And when you're comparing it to 20 sacks, and if you actually come and look, TJ Watt, Aaron Donald, Stefan Gilmore, outside of Stefan Gilmore, there's only been one corner. Sit- so two corners have won the award since 1994. Wait, so to hold on the- for a second. If you take the names Donald and Watt out of there. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not many, many people, people win defensive player of the year. <laughs> yeah. Not, not many people. And it, they don't mind giving that award to the same person over and over again. There's not, seemingly like the, a ton the of NBA. yeah 
I don't think Harbaugh wins. This is this is the same thing with Lamar MVP. Like I don't, I'm not predicting the Ravens are going to run the table, go 15 and two, and just dominate everything. So you're not in I, your team. I, I'm very much in, but I think very Bucks esque, very Bucks esque. Not worried about that unbelievable season. Save a little for the playoffs. Get a couple wins. Um, all right, I've got a fun speed round for you, mm. Abe. The game is called Cuties or Contenders. Just going to run through them quickly and see what you think. All right, here we go. Are you ready? I'm not giving explanation, right? No explanation, just cutie or contender. New Orleans Saints. Cutie. Ugly. Viking. Cutie. Vikings. Cutie. Cutie. Vikings. Cutie. Cutest Eagles. Fuck. Eagles. Contender. 49ers. Contender. Cardinals. Ugly. Not even cute? Okay. Down on the Cardinals this year, my short king. Denver Broncos. Cuties. Las Vegas Raiders. Neither. <laughs> Can easily fall into both categories. Yeah. No. All right. Hmm. <laughs> we'll go cuties because I don't think they're winning a Super Bowl or going okay. to a Super Bowl. Okay. Cincinnati Bengals. Cute. As fuck. Dallas Cowboys. Ugly as shit. Indianapolis Colts. Sneaky. Really? Sneaky. See, I don't get the you I hate don't get Matt the Ryan. I, I hate Matt Ryan because I've lost more bets on him than anyone else in my life. The problem I have with Indy is last year with Carson Wentz and the year before with Phillip Rivers. What has changed? Like, do you actually view Matt Ryan as as games do, over do, those quarterbacks? Do I view Matt Ryan as games over Carson Wentz? Let's say over Phillip Rivers. Yeah, at that stage in his career. Yeah. What stage of Matt Ryan's career do people think? This is the 15th year. Yeah. Do people realize that him and Joe Flacco have been playing for 15 seasons? This guy is washed as dirt. I think he'll be fine this year. If I had to go through it, Saints are cute. Vikings are contenders. Eagles are cute. Niners are contenders. Cardinals are cute. Broncos are contenders. Raiders are... There it is. <laughs> <laughs> the Raiders are not winning a Super Bowl, but they deserve right. respect. Right. Like they, but I think they that's brought what in means you Yeah, yeah. All right, so cute. In that case, is Denver like cute? don't us calling your team cute doesn't mean isn't an insult, right? No, not at all. Bengals cute, Cowboys cute, Colts cute. So I think we're pretty much on the same page uh, with those. And Abe, one more team as we bring on Chad uh, from London, the Miami Dolphins cute or not? They fucking wish. <laughs> Eagleson, show your ugly a mug right stand, now. A dolphin. It's like it's like Jack. It's like not. It's it's different levels, right? But it's the same overall theme of Jack. If I told you, Jack, the Knicks are cuties this year, you would be streaking down I... Park Avenue. If you tell us, <laughs> if you tell a Finns fan that they're going to be cute this year, they're streaking down South Beach in the same way. Like when you're that mm. embarrassing of an organization. Getting to that cute level is like awesome. Like when the Sixers, the process Sixers turned into like they were winning a one playoff series. Well, I guess we're still only winning one playoff series. But when they won that first playoff series, it's like, yeah, we're cute. Like you can celebrate being cute when you've, you know, never seen a playoff win in your entire life. What's up, Andrew? Chad? Oh, what's going on? Chad? <laughs> Chad. All right, Jack, how do we want to address this? So for, <sighs> those, for those of you who are wondering, um, 
we we were doing a lot of prep for the show today. Um, and Jack sent out the daily the daily notes where we do our do- notes every day. And he said, "Come prepared today with your Super Bowl champion, who that team will face: two risers, two fallers, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year, MVP pick, defensive player of the year, coach of the year, and trash talk about Tua." Jack, <laughs> did you did you come prepared with your with all of your homework? Uh, I did. did oh, you? would you like to submit it to the teacher? <laughs> I would. Let's let Eagleson, uh, the student. Mm-hmm. Let's. I mean, run through. Did you come prepared with all the info we requested? I think we've. Uh, I, oh, go ahead. Are you talking to me, or Abe? I'm no, we don't care. You. We don't care about your MVP. What we care no, about no, I actually am curious if he I, came prepared or not. I did. Or he thought, okay, run through it. Zero explanation every time. Okay. Um, okay, so Super Bowl, I've got the Bucks over the Chiefs. Riser, I've got the Raiders and the Bears. Faller, I've got the Titans and the Saints. Stop, 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 stop. No. I, I need no, some explanation. No, no, no. <laughs> no, let it go, let it go, let it go. Keep going. Um, MVP, Abe, I was actually with you. I think the winner of the West will probably, like quarterback, will probably be MVP. Um, and I didn't pick rookies because I didn't really know much about them. So that's all that I had. Okay. So there's one thing to point out. Right. And coach of the yeah. year is Mike McDaniel. Right. Easily. Okay. There's one That's thing really set up for him to be coach. Sure. Mazel tov. There's one thing to um to address here, Jack. All we've heard from Eagleson is about the Dolphins, the Dolphins, the Dolphins. AFC Championship, winning more than one playoff game, this, that. Remember back in the wild card round when you told me I didn't genuinely believe the Eagles had a chance to beat the Bucks. Him not just biasly throwing the Dolphins into the Super Bowl – no, he Just, doesn't think they are. It's Dean. It's our other Miami rep. I don't think Eagleson thinks that they are. He thinks they'll win a playoff game, right? I do think that team can win a playoff game. I think they can have a good year and win a playoff game. I seriously do. Good year? That's, what do you mean? That's a title. That's the best Amazing. year of all time. Yes, yes. For you. Sure. Yeah. That's the best yeah. year of your life. <laughs> Literally, it would be. First Wait. playoff win I've ever seen out of all my sports teams. That's wild. <laughs> You're telling me. It's still, I know I've, we talk about it probably it's every episode. Every time. It's still, yeah. It still gets crazy to hear it every single time. I know. It's sad. So after everything you heard from Abe and I, what are your <laughs> sticking points and what do we need to know about the Miami Dolphins? No, what do I, I also need to know what the fuck I need to know about the Chicago Bears. Yeah, Yeah, what do you see in <laughs> Chicago that you like? Um, I just think they're generally going to be better than last year. I like Fields. People hate on Fields. I like him. Um, no Matt Nagy. Exactly. Addition, like addition I just, I just think because of all those things, they'll just be better than last year. I think the Russell. And I, I like Fields a lot. I'm a big Fields fan. I think the Russell Ravens have better O line depth than the Chicago Bears. <laughs> no, they don't actually. O line was awful. I like this nickname <laughs> from Eli Chad Drew Eagleson. Chad Drew, <laughs> That's pretty good. And Jenner, who's been active, so I'll reward this. Eagleson, the Dolphins have to compete with the Bills and Pats. That's actually a team Keep I should have put on the out of yeah. Them. I feel like I didn't put them as a faller because the consensus from smart people is they're just going to be bad. But I yeah. guess the general public doesn't know that because they went to the playoffs last year. So I'll, I'll if if the Bills don't count, Abe, I'm going with the Patriots. That's fair. Yeah, uh, the 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 Pats are going to be bad this year. All they did was get worse this offseason. I don't believe in them at all. Also, might be a bit biased, but this is funny from Alex Fields, Mooney, Komet. And Montgomery. Wait, go back. Out. Go back. That, that. Poop, shit, crap. <laughs> Fields Loki. is not bad. 
Fields is not bad. Darnell Mooney is not bad. Cole Komet no. is not bad. David Montgomery, he actually is pretty bad. But mm. but what we've learned, I can I can do that with 29 teams. Name a team I can do that. You can't do that with the Ravens. They're not the Titans. Although, no, that's not true. That's not true at all. Lamar, Bateman, Andrews, low-key nice. <laughs> that's the thing. There's too much skill in the NFL. These What team did you say, Eagleson? Oh, I said the Titans. The Titans? Yeah, they're probably I – mean, but Henry, yeah, that team – that it sucks. That team sucks. Um, That's what is this Henry's – like, is this the last year of King Henry? Like, I could see him regressing because he's getting older. His running style, I could see that happening. Either he should have been stronger toast. than everyone. Yeah, he should have been toast two years ago. He's, yeah, Jack, said I mean. that Jack, Jack said Derrick Henry's down year was last year. Yeah, and it was. He got hurt. <laughs> But that. he was on pace to run for 3,000 yards. So I've, I'm done kind of hating on Henry because I'm just never going to be able to know when his time has come. But I just don't Fair. think the style is going to work out for them this year. Yeah. Uh, all right. What else you got? Anything? Um, I, college is not actually that fun now that I've been to classes. Like this is like – i'm just learning math that's like you know what exactly that is is like all right tomorrow is nfl kickoff we're all hyped we'll bet the hell out of the game probably lose a lot week one abe i think is gonna place a couple wagers he already bet jenner and then like going into week two we'll be like i'm not that excited that football is back like my team i I had a different analogy i had a different analogy my bets don't win but like like it rocks. My like analogy it. was the kid in class because oh, I bombed that test and gets like a ninety-two. I hate that. Mm, yeah, kid. yeah. That That's you. Worst. That well, that was just you. <laughs> I would have killed to be that kid. Yeah. <laughs> this Tua guy, Andrew. Yeah. Here's pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Not the most accurate in the league, but thank you. Pretty oh, accurate. We're 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 retracting, are we? We are. <laughs> so Andrew Eagleson. Mm-hmm. In a per, it, what is a successful Miami Dolphins season look like to you? Um, realistically, they finish with the second seed and make the playoffs in uh, in our division. I don't. Okay, so I understand. I said, I said the word realistic. No no, 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 no. He said the word realistic, which is why I think you should focus up a little more in class. So realistic is. Do you want me to pull up the definition? It's like it's like an adjective for like reality, right? Things that right. like actually occur. You don't think they can finish second in the division and you say conference? You say that's conference. why we were confused. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, that's sorry. That's what I meant. I meant like finish behind the Bills, make a yeah. playoff game, win a playoff game. Hopefully, I think I think that so the, the Miami Dolphins that 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 you've never seen win a playoff game are now going to win a road playoff game. Yes, because I think this is probably one of the better Miami Dolphins teams that they've put out on the field. That I've seen at least. Mm, I think comparing that's, shit to poop. Yeah, I think, but I, but it's not necessarily wrong. My gauge for success in Miami is is actually none of those things. Okay. It's finding out who the quarterback of the future is. Yes, yeah. So, so that's a lot of the main thing, right? Like this season hinges like on who they're Tua, spending of, both their first round. I mean, exactly. No, sorry, one first round pick, but future first to move up mm-hmm. because if if the Miami Dolphins of old rear their ugly head. They will go ten and seven. Yep. Two will, will be meh. They'll either make the playoffs and lose the game, or they'll just miss it and they'll go in on Tua one more time, and they won't trade up because they're. Or at they 16. won't, and Tua no. will actually be him. 
I think I, I think this this is a make or break for Tua this year. If he's bad, they'll get rid of him. I fully believe that. And if he plays well and they win a playoff game or make a playoff game, I think that's maybe so not only are you in on the Dolphins' around. football ability, but you're also now in on the Dolphins' decision making from a, from an organization standpoint. Like you're saying, they are going to make the right decision on Tua no matter what, and they won't fuck it up. Well, I think that decision's easy to make if he plays poorly. But you guys but, have been saying that for the past two seasons. But what is the decision easy to make mm. if he plays mid? And they I, and they have team success like, because that, that, that's so hard to say. All right, also, all right, like all right. Jack, like you, you said, it, it, it's true. These past few years we have said that, but then he's played like a little bit better than mid these last two years. So it's like, what the hell do we do with this guy? And then I think you know this what year I'm, I'm excited about right what? off that point. Tua is was the third most accurate quarterback last season mm-hmm. and you just said he played a, above average so yes. how much because what is it like how much to a season look yeah like? what does that even look like like is he the most accurate and he's throwing deeper down he's the like, mvp I don't, it sounds like right i like i guess i don't know he's such a weird quarterback to watch because when you just say it like he sucks. no i i don't think that he sucks when you look at his box score at the end of some games like it's like it looks like he played a great game and then you watch the game and there's little things mm, it's like I, tobias Harris special Mm. yeah so like honestly uh, we just have to see this season and like really pass the eye test i guess so that sounds like you're putting a lot of stock into the dolphins organization's decision making the the same team that thought "Hmm, maybe it's a good idea to pursue a quarterback and coach who are on other teams at the moment Uh, (laughs) oh take it easy take it easy all right so that is the end of our season preview but we're gonna go into the weekend with some picks uh so for those who have been living under rock, Snapback Mondays, I'll be going to every Monday Night Football game. We'll have a special boost for it. You'll need the Snapback headband and the Underdog app. So Tap is asking, does the Thursday knockout to give the Snapback Jack headband in the app? I believe it does. Honestly, I'm not positive because when I asked, they said that once the one fills, it's filled. Then they release the second one. I'm going to bang on their door and ask for it to count. So do it anyways. It's five bucks. With that being said... Let's get our pick em parlay, the people's pick em. Abe, uh, I think, I think, I don't know. What do you think? This year, do we add Eagleson to the fold or is it just Ooh. me and you picking two? So I was going to say lo- four I would love opening to get our boy involved. I would love to get our boy involved. However, Jack, however, I think we're on back to back profitable seasons. If we mm. truly are fiduciaries of the fam, we would stick to what's working and just that's that that's our brains. Now, if yeah. we get off to a rough start and we're not even shelling out 75 per, hit, handicapping at a 75% clip, like we right. average, maybe right. we bring Chad Eagleson into the fold, but Eagleson, okay. no disrespect. I, I'm here to be, no, I'm I here like to that. make the I like that, money. Yeah. I will say, I will say we could go up to five this year and throw a little insurance guy on underdog mm. added insurance. To me, I probably won't be playing the insurance this year, but the way it works is if you do a pick five, so you take uh, at least one player from each team, if you did 100 bucks, it would pay 2000 With insurance, you get a little insurance. So if you hit all five, you only win 10 extra money. But if you hit four, normally you lose everything. In this case, you would still two and a half extra money. So down the road, just something to think about as we maybe – you know, Eagleson's our insurance policy. So, Abe, I've got the uh, players for tomorrow night up. They also have rivals 
Where do you want to start? You always take the first pick. Do I always take the first pick? Okay, let me uh, let me do a little uh, little just a little scroll real quick because this is the okay. first time I'm seeing this. Yeah, tell. I mean, it's sorted by player. This I've got year, it. But... I've got it. I've got it right away. Okay. We're going back to the well. Listen, last time we saw this guy play, he probably put up the greatest game of ever, literally of all time. I'm going Gabe yeah. Davis over 11.95 fantasy points. Okay. Stefan Diggs, who's my boy today, and I didn't like to hear it because he's on my fantasy team, said in an interview, if you play fantasy, you should be drafting Gabe Davis. Wow. Combine that with the fact that he had about seven touchdowns against the Chiefs and 400 <laughs> yards. Yeah, I think he's been playing pretty well lately. So I'm going to go Gabe Davis So what Davis makes you go – the only thing – I was debating I between fantasy points and receptions. I, that's interesting. I would have said receiving yards. This this fantasy points is you're betting on, you're taking him to score a touchdown, which is a fair take because he's he's at about even money to score one. But just want to be clear, Ramsey should be on dig. So I don't hate it at all. all right. I, I do love your I do love your rationale, and I almost switched to the to the uh, over yards. However, I know that if I switch to the over yards, the over fantasy points are going to hit. Of course, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my gut. Okay. All right, mine's easy. I'm not overthinking it. I've been so high on Allen Robinson. I wanted the Ravens to get him last year, and I do think he probably takes a little bit away from Cooper Cup. And if you actually look at Cup's numbers, um, he's the greatest wide receiver we've ever fucking seen. So it's pretty simple for me. I'm going to take the over on his yards because he's quite literally unstoppable. I'm going to do, a, for my next play, Jack, I'm going to do a little bit of correlation if you scroll down. Oh, no, you're actually right there. Keep going. Down a little bit. I said down, idiot. Oh, uh. right there. Who the fuck is Ben Skalrenek? He is. He's <laughs> going to be wide receiver three in the game tomorrow. Van right. Jefferson I don't care if out. you don't have a photo on Underdog and you're getting the MLB lockout photo as your thing. You're a nobody, <laughs> and you are not him. Ben, ben Skalrenek Skal- sounds like he should be my account, not a wide receiver three. Could in the opening play game. extensively in Thursday's game. Skranek has few similar opportunities last year uh, and never topped four catches or 43 yards. Still, he'll likely pick up a few of the targets. All right. Yeah. Who, who, whom's man's whom's man's. And that's, that's the play I'm going with. All right. To, to seal us off. I do like Stafford under passing touchdowns just because I don't think he's going to throw three. That seems like a lot. Jack. We love those short rushing yards. Oh, in, obsessed with them. Let's 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 go back to it. Not in not in week one though. Although, bro, one and shit. a half rushing yards, Jack. I know. I, I'm nervous because of the. He elbow, has to gain though. six feet. I, I'm yeah, what's good with his elbow? He. It sounds like he's fine, but I just don't know. His if he's elbow hurts. Be. He's gonna run. And I have the Rams winning the game, so you've got Neil uh, insurance there. I. I, I like it, and it might end up in the pick'em tomorrow. It's the after first drive, more. by the way. I'm letting you know that he's running for like four it's yards. Eight yard, oh. It's an eight-yard rush on the first drive. He he was mobile in the playoffs, but I I think week one maybe they take it slow. So you're yeah, on uh, part of me wants to take out Scourneck. No, never mind. You can you can swap it. No no no, I'm sticking to my okay. gut. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Daryl Henderson. Uh, It sounds like they'll be splitting time to start the season, which isn't a shocker. A lot of people down on acres, a lot of people up on Hendo this season. Um, So it's, it's which statistic do I like? I'm going to, I'm going to say something uh, crazy here. I actually think for a lot of these metrics that the under fantasy points, if you don't think that player is going to score a touchdown is pretty good value. So maybe I could go, 
fantasy points Cam Akers, you can see five fantasy points, five fantasy points, four fantasy points in the in the playoffs. So that might be the play for me, um, to be honest. Uh, but I, I kind of wanted to go Daryl Henderson, 30 and a half rush yards. I'm gonna I am don't go, I'll trust go. anyone in the Rams backfield. Right. So I'm, gonna so go I'm definitely not going to trust the guy who has the hard, the highest amount of yards. I I like Daryl Henderson over yards too. I actually like him. Yeah. Both. Uh, I, so 10.25 is a little bit low for me for fantasy points. But that, but that means he scores a touchdown. Does it? What if he rips yeah. off a big run and has like two receptions for like 15 yards? He's still not there. That's only it's half P it's half PPR and underdogs. So that'll be two and a half points receiving. Even if he runs for a 40 yarder, he still has to find four fantasy points. So I'm pretty much fading him scoring a touchdown. I would fuck around and play his over rushing yards for Henderson as a true fade. I think that's a great correlation play if you're looking for one. Um, mm-hmm. But we'll plug this in. We'll plug this in. 33 to win 330. Gabe Everything Davis, all right? Your balance is a little low. I I uh, entered all my fantasy stuff, and then I'm going to put my pick of money in uh, tomorrow before the game. So this is the official week one – or sorry, first – I'll have plenty more week one – our first pick of the season, the pick parlay, the people's pick Gabe Davis over 11.95 fantasy points. Cooper Cup over 95.5 receiving yards. Ben Skowalnik under 20 receiving yards. And Cam Akers under 10.25 fantasy points. I don't know if it's just that it feels good because we're back or if it feels good because it looks good. But like, I feel like there's a lot good. of education, which is probably not a good sign, but I feel like there's yeah. a lot of thought into these picks for picks that we just made in two and a half minutes. Yeah, it really did feel good. Uh, and normally when it feels good off the fingers, it's a good sign. So use the code SNAPBACK. You get 100% deposit match to play Pick'em with us here on Underdog. If you're in the chat, you already know this. If you're listening, not to Eli Pod, Johnson brings up a good strategy if, we, if we're not too hot this year on Pick'em. There's a lot. That's a lot of cooks in the kitchen, though. That that's where I get nervous. <laughs> but, but hey, like, like Abe said, if for some reason the best handicappers in the country aren't the best handicappers in the country or need to get out of a rut, we will call in the bullpen. We have no problem doing that, switching up. But for now, that felt fantastic off the fingertips. That that shit's probably hitting. Yeah, no, I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that is our 2022 NFL season preview. Abe has the Eagles winning all. Jack has the Ravens winning all. And Eagleson, you went with the Bucks. I did go with the Bucks. Brady, you know, he's got some trouble in paradise with Giselle there. I think he's going to come back, try and prove something to her, get her back. That's what he does. All right, fam. Have an incredible Hold on. Weekend. Wait, 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 wait. I got one more thing. Countdown to Friday. Lamar's contract. Ooh. I'm going to be so wasted in Austin, Texas, that I won't even be focused on it. But, <laughs> uh, yes, Joe Flacco against Lamar Jackson will be a happy and a sad day all at one for me. Uh, I hope everyone has an incredible weekend. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.